fellow ink drinkers, and welcome back to the Blind Girls Book Talk podcast. Aria. And I'm Belle. And we are two sisters who love reading and love books. And so what we've done is we've created this show in order to talk about what we love about books, what we wish we could change, all of that kind of stuff. This show is a variety show, and so it ranges on a wide variety of bookish topics. This can range from bad retellings of stories, book to movie adaptation comparisons, buddy reads, recent reads, bookish challenges, really the list does go on. But today what we're doing is we're actually going to be doing a bad retelling of Pride and Prejudice. Now... This is the one classic that I adore, so it feels a little bit weird to be doing a bad retelling, but at the same time, I feel like we couldn't go through our bad retellings of stories without doing it, because everybody knows the story, everybody loves the story, and sometimes you just gotta have fun with the things that you love. So, without further ado, I will get started with my bad retelling of Pride and Prejudice. So, once upon a time... In Regency England, there was a girl. Her name was Elizabeth Bennett. Now, Elizabeth had four other sisters, and their names are Jane, Mary, Kitty, and Lydia. So they live in this little country house, and their dad is not really rich, but he's able to provide for them. However, they all need to marry well, and they're hoping that they can find a man who has a good fortune because he wants a wife. (laughs) Because he wants a wife. And their mother, Mrs. Bennett, she is insane and chaotic, and she is so cringe, but that's okay. She's allowed to be. So one day... It goes about the town that there is a new guy coming to buy one of the big mansions in the area. And he's rich. (laughs) And so, of course, Mrs. Bennett is like, my husband, my dude, you need to go and talk to this man because I want him to marry one of my girls. And her husband says, uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no. And so my poor nerves, Mr. Bennett. And then she runs away. (laughs) Meanwhile, Elizabeth and her sisters, they're just living their lives like normal. They're interested that a new boy has come to town, but at the same time, they're kind of like, meh. He's probably not going to be interested in little old us. So flash forward. Bingley has moved to town. Mr. Bennett is one of the many men that goes to make an acquaintance because they all have daughters and they want them to marry this dude. And eventually there's a public ball or something where everybody gets together and wears fancy clothes and dances. It's a great time. It's a country ball. It's a great time. So, of course, the Bennets are there because, you know, what else do they have to do? And the new man, whose name, his last name is Bingley. He is Mr. Bingley. He comes into the country ball and he brings some people with him. He brings his sister and I think her husband and I think his other sister. And then he also brings another man. Now, this man 
everybody in the town is super excited and super pumped because this man is named Mr. Darcy and he is even richer than Mr. (laughs) Bingley. (laughs) And so, of course, that makes him the ultimate catch. However, they go into this ball and Mr. Darcy, for lack of a better word, is kind of a dick. (laughs) (laughs) So... Everybody is just like, well, just kidding. He's going to die alone. Now, of course, the Bennets, they introduce themselves to Bingley and company. And everybody's just like, well, hi, nice to meet you. And Mr. Bingley looks at Jane and is just like, hubba hubba. I wish this had video. (laughs) (laughs) Your facial expression. It's just like, hubba hubba. So he says, you want to dance? And Jane says, yeah. So they go and dance. Now, Elizabeth, she's just kind of hanging out around the street. And around the street? (laughs) Around the street. Same old thing we did last week. (laughs) You don't know what I'm referencing, do you? No, I do. Continue on. So then she runs into her friend Charlotte. And her friend Charlotte is giving her all the deets about Mr. Darcy and Mr. Bingley. And Elizabeth's just like, meh, it's fine. So she walks away. Bingley and Jane dance a bit. And then the dance ends. Bingley goes to Darcy and is like, dude, you should totally dance with some of these other Bennets because Jane is chef's kiss. I love her. So therefore... You should dance with some of the other Bennets. They're the prettiest girls here. Maybe the girl Elizabeth. Maybe maybe she should be your choice. Maybe that one. This is not how this conversation went. And Darcy says, she is not pretty enough to, to tempt me. And Elizabeth hears this and is rightfully pissed. So she's just like, I'm about to ruin this whole man's career. <laughs> I'm about to ruin this whole man's career yes yes so as elizabeth is just like i hate him i'm going to ruin his life somehow i hate him and that's how that ball ends so next day mrs bennett is just like jane i hear tell that Mr. Bingley really, really liked you. So what I want you to do is I want you to get on a horse and I want you to ride Not to his house. Happened. And I want you to ride to his house and you'll be there. And since they have such good manners, they'll invite you to stay. And so that's what we're going to do. And Jane is like, but... But Ma, it's going to rain. And like, that's not a good idea. And Mrs. Bennett is like, oh, but it is. This is the most brilliant plan I've ever had in my entire life. So Jane listens to her mother gets on the horse. Two minutes after she leaves, it starts downpouring. So, of course, Elizabeth is very close to Jane and is worried about her sister and is just like, you know, I hope she's okay. They get a letter that night from Mr. Bingley saying that Jane made it. However, she's very sick and she can't travel. So she's going to stay at the house with everybody and they're going to take care of her. Mrs. Bennett is over the moon and is just like, God love colds because this is the best thing that's ever happened for my daughter's marriage prospects. Meanwhile, Elizabeth is like, Mom, you are so stupid and I can't stand you. I'm going to go to the house tomorrow. So the next day comes 
And Elizabeth walks to the house because they don't have that many horses. It's only like two miles or something. It's fine. She can walk that. No problem. So she does. And of course, the women of the house are very scandalized at the fact that she walked through the mud. How dare she? How dare? How dare? However, Mr. Bingley, he's a golden retriever boy. And he's just like, hey, how's it going? Your sister's here. And Mr. Darcy is just like, you know, I I might have lied about her not being pretty because she's actually really pretty. So Elizabeth is just kind of chilling at the house with her sister. That night they have dinner and Mr. Darcy attempts to converse with her. Elizabeth shuts him down because, like I said, she's about to ruin his whole career. Meanwhile, Mr. Darcy is just like... I'm really regretting all of my life choices right now because I actually kind of like this girl. A couple days go past and finally Jane has recovered from her cold. They send word to their family and the Bennets, they come to the house, the mom and the other three sisters. And so they come to pick them up and the youngest sister, Lydia, she's just kind of like, hey, Mr. Bingley, you should throw a ball. You should do that. And Mr. Bingley is like, bet. (laughs) Please never use that word in my presence ever again. But I used it right. Never again. Never again. So he tells them, we're going to do that. Here's when. The Bennets go home and they're just like, life is great. We've got this upcoming ball. Jane's prospects are through the roof. Everything is peachy. So... Because everything is peachy, they decide to go into the actual little town that's like not far from their house. And when they do, there's a bunch of soldiers there. Now, Lydia and Kitty, the youngest two girls, they're just like, yes, I'm in love. I love a man in uniform. And of course, the older girls are just kind of like, you need to not. That's not a good idea. But you can't tell these 16 year olds anything. So they're walking around and they meet a guy whose name is Mr. Wickham. Now, Mr. Wickham really hits it off with Elizabeth. And Elizabeth is like, hey, dude, you're kind of cool. I can flirt with you. I'm down for this. Now, while she's talking and flirting with Mr. Wickham, Mr. Darcy and Mr. Bingley come riding into town. Mr. Bingley is like, golden retriever boy. Hey, what's up, everybody? Mr. Darcy sees Mr. Wickham and is very angry. And he rides off in a huff. Some speculate that it's because he was talking to his girl. Others speculate it's just because Mr. Darcy is not a nice human. We will never know. Actually, we will. Elizabeth sees this and she's just kind of like, Mr. Wickham, what the heck is going on? Mr. Wickham is like, let me tell you, girl. He stole my inheritance and I am salty about it. And so (laughs) I am salty about it. What is up with you today? I'm having the best time. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I am salty about it. And so he gives her this whole sad stop story. We're not getting into it. And Elizabeth is like, you poor, poor, innocent man. I can't believe this has happened to you. I feel bad. For shame. For shame on Darcy. If I wasn't going to ruin his career before, I'm definitely going to do it now. So the night of the ball comes. The Bennets show up at Bingley's house. Everything's all pretty. Everybody's all happy. It's a great old time. Bingley and Jane dances. Everybody is happy. Now, Mr. Darcy asks Elizabeth to dance. Oh, wait, wait. I forgot something. Oh, no. While they're getting ready in the weeks leading up to the ball, the Bennets get a house guest. 
How could you forget this jerk? Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I think I was blocking him from my mind. <laughs> I think everybody was <laughs> trying okay. to block him. Now, this house guest is the person who is going to inherit Mr. Bennett's estate when he dies because the girls can't inherit it because England. No, because Regency area. Because the patriarchy. Uh, yeah, that too. So his name is Mr. Collins. He is this weird little preacher dude. <laughs> That he <laughs> weird little preacher dude who has a benefactor. Her name is Lady Catherine de Berg. Let me tell you, she's not a fun lady, but he wants to kiss her butt all the time. So he meets the Bennets and is just like, Hi, I need to find a wife. I want one of these girls to be my wife. And he tells this to Mrs. Bennett. Now, Mrs. Bennett, always the optimist, is just kind of like, well, Jane's going to be married. However, Elizabeth, fair game boy. So Mr. Collins is just like, hey, Elizabeth, you want to dance? And Elizabeth can't say no, tries to say no can't so she ends up having to dance with him now after the first dance mr darcy comes over and is just like hey elizabeth you want to dance and at this point elizabeth wants to be saved from mr collins so she is just like boy say less i am there after she realizes who she said yes to she is like i regret all of my life choices so they dance together now mr darcy He's trying to be nice. He's trying to be a very nice person to Elizabeth. Elizabeth is just like, I really don't like you, dude. <laughs> You're wasting your time. But Mr. Darcy is like, no, no, no. I shall prevail. Eventually, the dance ends and not much is settled because they're both stubborn as all heck. The ball goes on and finally everybody leaves and everybody's just kind of like well this was fun this was a good time glad we had fun now the next day mr collins proposes to elizabeth elizabeth is just like dude i don't know you and we are not meant to be and mr collins is just like but but you should say yes anyway and elizabeth says no i'm never going to say yes and he's like but and she's like, no. So eventually Mr. Collins is just like, you know what? Fine. I was going to marry one of you because, you know, I feel kind of bad that you don't get your house. I don't care anymore. And he goes off and off. Now, in that time, her friend Charlotte comes across Mr. Collins and he is apparently desperate for a wife because he just kind of looks at her and is like, hey, girl, you want to marry me? And Charlotte was like, you know what? Yeah, sounds like a good idea. So they get married. Woo. So... The next thing you know, Jane gets a letter from Mr. Bingley and she's just kind of like, oh, Mr. Bingley is saying that he has to go to London. That's really upsetting. I won't get to see him. Huh. That kind of sucks. Life goes on. So eventually it gets to the point where Jane is uber depressed. And so the Bennets decide to send her to some family in London because, you know, maybe she'll run into the Bingleys. She doesn't. Everybody is still upset. Now, the next major thing that happens is Elizabeth goes to visit the Collinses. So her friend and Mr. Collins. She goes there. And while she's there, guess who's there? <gasps> Mr. Darcy. Dun, dun, dun. Because the benefactor is Mr. Darcy's aunt. It's magic. What a small world. So they go there. Elizabeth kind of knows him. So, you know, is kind of talking to him because who else does she have to talk to? And Mr. Darcy is like, yes, I'm winning her. She's coming around. At some point, he does this really weird thing where he just kind of like shows up at her house and just kind of stares at her and then runs away. 
which is weird. But hey, you know, socially awkward men, it's okay. It's all right. You can't win them all. So then one day, Mr. Darcy actually proposes to Elizabeth and is just like, girl, listen, I'm in love with you. I've been in love with you from quite some time. And I was hoping that like, you know, some time would like make it better, but it's not. And so like, I just want to marry you. Like I've tried to talk myself out of this because you are not a good catch. But like, <laughs> I love you anyway. I want to marry you. And Elizabeth is like, finally, I can ruin this whole man's career. And is pretty much just like, really, dude, you really want to go there with me? And then proceeds to be like, no, you are horrible. If I'm such a bad catch, you know, what about Mr. Bingley and my sister? And Mr. Darcy was like, well, I told Mr. Bingley not to do anything with Jane because um, I didn't think she liked him and like he liked her, but I didn't think she liked him. And like, I, you know, your mother is just a piece of work. And like, you know, he just wasn't helping his case. And so Elizabeth gets uber upset and she essentially tells him, I will never marry you, even if you are the last person alive. Mr. Darcy's like, okay. Oh, and also in that conversation, she talks about Mr. Wickham and how, you know, Mr. Darcy was so horrible to Mr. Wickham. And Mr. Darcy's like, what does that have to do with eggs in China? But Elizabeth's like, it is a valid point, sir. After that failed marriage proposal, Mr. Darcy brings Elizabeth a letter and he says, read it. So she does. And in this letter, he pretty much apologizes and was just like, I'm a jerk. And he tells her to be careful around Mr. Wickham because he is not what you all expect him to be. And Elizabeth's like, okay, well, maybe I went too far. I wanted to ruin his whole career, but like maybe that was the wrong call in this situation. So she kind of feels bad. So then the next thing that happens is that... It's now like summertime. And so Elizabeth's aunt and uncle are just like, hey, we could take a tour of the countryside. Elizabeth, you want to come with? And Elizabeth is like, yeah, that's a good idea. So they're going around on their vacation, having a lovely time. And they decide to go through a town they weren't supposed to go through. And they end up at Mr. Darcy's house. So Elizabeth knew it was Mr. Darcy's house. However... She asked around, all spy-like, and was just like, hey, is Mr. Darcy home? And everybody's like, nah, girl, he's like gone for the summer. She's like, brilliant. So they decide to go tour his house because apparently that was something you could do back then with these old-timey great houses. So they do. And while they're there, Elizabeth's looking around and is like, I could have been like lady of all of this. Man, that was a bad call on my part. Like, mistakes were made. Now, while she's, you know, thinking, man... I really missed out who appears, but Mr. Darcy. <laughs> now, let me tell you, Elizabeth's like, crap, I wish he wasn't here, but also like, maybe I was wrong about this and I should apologize. Mr. Darcy is just like, oh my God, the girl I still kind of love, even though she turned me down, is in my house and like, I like her here. So Elizabeth apologizes Mr. Darcy also kind of apologizes and he's like, you know, you guys should hang out. And she's like, okay. So things are going on. Mr. Darcy and Elizabeth are getting along. And then all of a sudden, Elizabeth gets an urgent letter from Jane. At some point in time, Lydia gets an invite to go with one of the soldiers' wives to hang out with the soldiers. Mrs. Bennett was just like, this is a brilliant, beyond brilliant idea. And Mr. Bennett was like, if it gets her out of my house, I don't really care. And Elizabeth and Jane were just like, guys, this is a horrible idea. And they were just like, nah, what's the worst that can happen? Well, let me tell you, the worst that can happen is that she runs away with Mr. Wickham to elope. 
Now, that's a big no-no back then. So Elizabeth gets this letter while Mr. Darcy is hanging out with her. She's just like in tears. And Mr. Darcy is like, what's going on? And so she tells him and he's just like, it's going to be okay. I can't do much to help you write this second, but like, it's going to be okay. And then he runs away. So of course, Elizabeth is just like, well, obviously he now hates me, but that's fine. Everything's fine. So then pretty much they find out that Mr. Wickham ends up saying that he's going to marry Lydia for a certain price. Mr. Bennett is just like, I can pay that. I can make that work. It's going to be fine. And so then they come back and Lydia's just like, guys, I'm the first one married. Look at that. That's what you all need to do. And I'll find you husbands. It's going to be great. And the rest of the Bennets are like, you just almost ruined our lives. And I can't stand you. So Elizabeth ends up finding out that Mr. Darcy was the reason that Mr. Wickham chose to marry Lydia. He offered him a bunch of money. Wickham took it and married Lydia. Elizabeth's like, I don't know what to do with this information. Then Lady Catherine de Bourgh shows up at Elizabeth's house. And she's just like, listen, somebody been telling me that he proposed to you and that's not okay because she's supposed to marry his cousin because, you know, we got to keep it in the family. Sure. And she's just like, well, I don't know who told you this. And Lady Catherine's like, but you're not denying it. She's like, well, I guess not. And she's like, well, turn him down next time. And Elizabeth's like, I can't promise you that. And Lady Catherine gets very angry, tries to threaten her. Elizabeth is impervious. Then Lady Catherine runs away. So then Mr. Bingley comes back to town. And he comes to talk to Jane and is pretty much like, girl, I was really stupid for like not proposing to you like a year ago. So like, do you want to marry me? And Jane says yes, because she loves him. Then Mr. Darcy shows up and Elizabeth's like, dude, you like saved my family like five times over now. And like, I can't even. And he's like, so like, I still love you. And um, you want to marry me like for real this time? And Elizabeth's like, yes, yes, I do. And that is how the story ends. Round of applause. I mean, you're not wrong. You were just very dramatic. Oh, I had fun with this. You're not wrong. Like, do I really need to give a proper... No, I mean, honestly, I know that I'm, like, I'm pretty close. I know I forgot some things, but, like... Everybody pretty much knows the story of Pride and Prejudice. And if you don't, what rock have you been living under? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's not completely wrong. Like, it's very just dramatic, but like... Very dramatic. Also, like, I love the story, so I wanted to play up the drama of it. All in all, I think it was a good retelling, though, because... It it was good. You missed very fine, new details. Yeah, but also I was, you know, trying... You were being dramatic, so I'll give you that. Yes, we were trying to make it fun here. All right, well, that about sums it up today. I hope that you enjoyed my dramatic, bad retelling of Pride and Prejudice. Of course, if you like the episode, if you like the show, please consider sharing the episode with your friends. It would really help us to grow the show. And then what are we going to be talking about next time? Next time, we're going to do a fun episode. Okay. And we're pairing books with the aesthetic. Oh, gosh. Well, that could be a very fun episode or it could be a train wreck. I guess we'll find out how that goes. So we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.